0: NBC television, 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 television.
1: Thanks for tuning in and welcome to episode 6 of Everything Else, the new entertainment podcast series on NBC10 Boston. I'm your host, Ray Fischetti. If you're not familiar with the show, I start each episode off introducing the guests and a list of three band topics that are based on what you probably expect me to ask them about. The guest we spoke to today is rapper Luke Bars, who just released his critically acclaimed and highly buzzed about EP, Good Evil. I actually learned about Luke on Instagram when a bunch of artists and industry insiders I follow started sharing the trailer to his album... I liked what I heard, checked out the project, and thought it was great from start to finish. So I hit him up, he messaged me back, and that was it. We did the show. In this episode, we discuss a number of topics, including his music-making process, how he injects his personal life into it as a form of therapy, and where he gains his inspiration from. Enjoy. Off the top, I'm going to tell you about the three topics we're not going to do in this conversation. So the first one's going to be your album that just came out, which is very hard to do because it's great. Mm -hmm. I hit you up (laughs) as soon as I heard it, but... It's kind of the most obvious thing we can talk about. Yeah. So we're going to skip that today. Uh Your crew, Van Buren. Yeah. We're going to skip talking <laughs> about them. And uh the state of Boston hip-hop. I think that's a lame question. I feel you. That all rappers from <laughs> around here get asked. So we're going to skip that. Let's do it. So just off the top, man, I mean, you're 21. Yes. How long have you been making music?
0: Not too long. Like, really going at it, Um, 17. But really, really going at it, 19. So it's, it's like, like two years.
1: That's it? Yeah. I mean, you're having a lot of success right now. Like, why do you think it's happened so quick?
0: Um, I'm passionate. I think I just go after it. Mm-hmm. Um, When I like, I had a conversation with my man, Latrell, he probably doesn't remember this day, but it was just like, I was in college at the time and we was on winter break and um, it was leading up to the second semester. And I was just like, yeah, I go to school in Boston. I want like my name more out in the city. I want to just like not even just be um be an artist from out here, but grow nationally. And um, and he was just like, yo, you go to school in the heart of the city. There's so many events. There's so much things going on. Like get your get your. Oh, can I swear on here? Yeah, we can cut it. My fault, No, don't worry about it. Um, he's just like, yo, get your out there and really just, like, work. So after that, like, I made sure I was at almost every event. I was at every show. Um, I was just emailing people. I was just—I had just started connecting with everyone. And, like, it wasn't even just about music. I just started talking to more people. Like, if I seen a random dude on the street and, like, he just caught my interest, I'd be like, oh, like, what's your name? What do you do? And we just have a convo. So I think the reason why, like, I'm getting a lot of success out here is because, like, just a lot of people just know me. And, like, they just knew who I was before, like, the success. I don't think I'm—I'm success—I I gained some success, but I don't think it's, like, big to talk, like, to be really truly proud about. But um, I think the reason why a lot of people are just, like, they're proud because they just feel a connection to it. They've seen it when it was just at the bottom. Yeah. So
1: um, it's funny you talk about— just getting out there and talking to people, because when Michael Christmas told me about you guys, he said it happened because you guys just started talking to him, and you were social, and you were freestyling, and you weren't scared to kind of interact. Yeah, just, I don't ever,
0: I don't think you should ever be afraid to speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're all humans at the end of the day, you feel me? And if it's a genuine conversation, like, why should I be afraid? Like, if I think you have nice shoes, I'm going to just sell you, yo, those shoes are nice, and we would have a convo based off of that. So
1: not just putting out good music, but building a network by making personal it's connections. being a good person. Yeah.
0: That's like what I stand for before all of it.
1: So you come from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. you talk a bit about your background growing up there? What your situation was like as a kid?
0: Um, I grew up in a, not a small, well kind of a small house, but it was just a lot of people in it, like in a two bedroom with eight people inside of it. So like... It was always it was interesting, cause I, like, that's why I'm like really family oriented, um, cause I live with like all my whole family so inside like a small home, but growing up as a kid it was cool. Like I seen a lot, been through a lot, but like I never really let it let it affect me. Like I always made sure like I had a smile at the end of the day, and like I always kept my head up. I, but growing up it was cool. I had fun. So
1: having listened to the album, it's obviously very personal, Yeah, Um, I can tell, I mean, from what you're telling, you grew up and you've seen some things, Mm -hmm. I mean, would you say that that has affected your work ethic at all, like the way Um, you were brought up?
0: It made me view life in a different perspective, Um, like I see music, I see life as like a contradiction, and it's just like, like me making music in general, it's just a contradiction itself, Cause like growing up, I was more into basketball and like no one in my family is musically inclined. I didn't really listen to a lot of music as a kid. Like the only time you would really catch me listening to music if it was on the radio. Mm -hmm. So just me being in general, like me being in music in general, is just a contradiction itself. But yeah, growing up really affects my music. Cause like, um, like a fun fact, like, like mental illness runs in my family and like, I try to make my music, I want it to sound crazy, just so you could be in that mind state of, like, what I've seen. Like, I like I do a lot of weird things with my voice because, like, that's just the stuff that I've seen. So I just try to implement that in the music, and I just try to make everything creepy and, like, scary or whatever because, like, I feel like as a kid, that's what, like, I felt. So I just want other people to feel that when they hear it.
1: So you're not just trying to tell them about it, but you want them to feel like there. I want you there. to feel it, yeah. Want to visualize it, feel it. Mm-hmm. Got you. You kind of captured this, like, clash of, like, the world's throwing maybe negative stuff at you, and you're just trying to stay positive and not let it break you. Yeah. Like, as a 21-year-old, do you think you're at a turning point? Like, is that music reflective of how you are right now?
0: Yeah, I think, like, my album, I really think that's, like, the prime example of who Luke is. Like, I know we didn't want to talk about the album too much, but um, I think once you hear it, you could say, yo, that's what where Luke is right now. I'm not gonna say that's where I'm gonna be forever, but that's where I am right now. And it's just like, there's a lot of things going on, but, and it affects me every day, but I don't let it get the best of me. Yep. Like, I will try to leave with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. You, uh,
1: I mean, to repeat myself a bit but you talk about a lot about highs and lows at the same time was were there any, any things that affected your music lately like any big moments in your life that have had a big impact on what you've been working on
0: i think just the success that i really gained last year like in the beginning to start the year off i met like j cole and like meeting cole was like that just gave me the most confidence in the world because like that's someone that like, I looked up to as a kid. Like, I remember when I was in the seventh grade, like, I remember my mom just woke me up one day, and she made me listen to this J. Cole song. And then a few years later, I'm in the studio. And before I got into the studio with him, he, he had a concert at the Garden, and I was working at the Garden. I was a security guard that night. And then I quit my job, and then a week later, I met him. And it was just like, that's why I say this word, like, Everything's just a contradiction to me, cause like that, what that doesn't make sense. So
1: you went from doing security to show to being in the studio with him mm-hmm. in like a week.
0: No, I two months, oh, okay. like in October he had a show in Boston. Yeah, and then I worked at Katie that night, and then around that time, like by the time I around the time I was going to meet him, I didn't know I was going to meet him, but around that time I was going to, I was getting ready to quit my job, cause something just told me to do it. I just felt it, and then randomly, a week later. I go to Atlanta, and I'm in the studio with Cole, and that's when they would work on, on the Revenge of the Dreamer album. So, like, that itself was just weird. And, like, throughout the whole, that's what 2019 just felt like. It just, nothing really made sense. Like, as time just kept going on, I just started gaining success from the music, that as all the success I was gaining, there was a lot of, like, every action had a reaction. So I was getting success, but I was still dealing with, like, a lot of um, personal stuff. Like, a friend of mine passed while I was working on the project. I got that call, and it was just like, what the hell? This doesn't make sense. And it's just like, all this good is happening, but there's still a lot of bad. So it was really a lot of reflecting for me around— a lot of reflecting was going on last year. And then—but I just continued to keep keep gaining, keep gaining. And then—so, yeah, that's all I could say, like— Last year really just taught me just to be confident and, like, all this is just possible.
1: I actually wanted to talk a bit more about the J. Cole thing. How did you find out you got invited and how did you know who
0: you were and how did that come about? Um, one of my friends was um, an A&R. Well, is an A&R for Dreamville, and he was working. Um, he met Cole, and they asked him to, like, be a part of the sessions, and he just invited us, but when he invited us, Like, we didn't know. No one knew it was going to be that big. And we didn't know that we was going to actually even be able to be in the sessions. It was really just taking a shot in the dark. Mm -hmm. And it's just, everything just happened. Like, I don't think Cole knew, like, the sessions were going to turn out to be that. Because, like, it happened. And then a week later, literally, everybody in the industry was there. Like, I seen Giannis on the Kumpo. And he's like, that doesn't make sense why he was there. I was like, I remember I was just making a beat, and he's just standing behind me, and I was like, "All right, bro, this is weird," but um, yeah, I think that's the sessions itself. I don't think anyone imagined it to be the way it was.
1: Yeah, they flew out what over a hundred people to work on this album. Yeah, and then uh there's other Boston people too, right? Like the. Custis was, was there.
0: there. Trey was there. Ted was there. Um, I didn't. Me, I didn't get Stiz at the time because by the time he got there, we just dipped out back to Boston. Um, but, yeah, Boston was in the building. It was respected as well. That's dope. So you
1: guys just taking turns, like, recording verses and making beats?
0: Um, yeah, it was just, like, there was, like, over, like, ten studios, and each studio was just filled with, like, musicians, and everybody would just be cooking. People would be cooking in the kitchen. Like, any place that you can get – your hands on just a place you could put your laptop down and make beats or make music there was something there and all that so it was just it was like a YMCA just full of just musicians it was crazy
1: back to your music I mean reading about the album I heard that you like had different versions of it. or You scrapped it yeah are you always making
0: music yes yeah. um I just don't know how to stop. like right now it's like the first time in a while that I haven't made music in a long period and I was just telling them earlier it just doesn't feel right like I feel like I feel like I'm there, there's a part of me just missing right now because I just I don't know it's just what I like to do it's like drinking water for me just making music and a lot of the times like it's not good like sometimes I don't strive to make good music I just like to just get the words out just the flow you feel me it's like taking a thousand jump shots a day you're not gonna make all of them but it's just, like, getting the striving.
1: So it's not even always, like, to make a hit song, you want to get some, like, therapy
0: almost? It's therapy. That's, like, that's how my first, like, collection of music, called Two Sides with Giles, that's how that came about. That's why he was featured on every song, because at that time I was just going YouTube, and I would just look at beats. I'm like, oh, I like this beat. And I will just write a verse to it. And, like, I had no intentions of the music ever coming out. And... I was like, yo, this is good. And he just put his verse on it and was like, oh, we got music. Let's just put it out to the world. But, yeah, that's how I make, that's how I create. I just cook, keep cooking, and then I'm like, oh, I like this. Let me save it for this. And let me save it for that or whatever.
1: Every song I've heard from you is very much you putting yourself into it. Yep. Being very personal. Is that how you always want it to be or do you think that's where you're at right now?
0: Um, I think a little of both. Like, that's where I'm at right now um but throughout my whole career i always want to give you who i am but i know that it's going to come to a point where the stories are going to change because i'm probably not going to be dealing with certain things anymore but i always want to give you who i am and where i'm at in life
1: creatively is there uh any type of setting or situation or just like a maybe a mental space where you're just at your peak
0: i like to be my by myself when i record I don't like a lot of people in the room. Um, I don't know, because that's just me being vulnerable, and that's just me trying out so many different things. Like, because I do a lot of weird stuff with my voice. Like, I it's really weird. So it's like, I feel like when I'm by myself, I'm not afraid to, like, do that weird stuff with it. Because, like, I'm not going to judge me. Yeah. But you feel me? Um, someone else may. Like, people won't. Like, my homies won't, but it's just, like, just the human brain. It's weird. Well, if you are trying to go to a weird place,
1: that's not how you would act normally around other people. You might have in the back of your head that they're yeah. watching. You can't like like let Yeah, loose. exactly. Yeah, I get that. So you also talk about a lot about religion. Is that something that's big in your life?
0: Or? Yeah, I am um, more spiritual yeah. than religious. Um, it's just just growing up. Like that's how. Like I was raised. Like there was this one time, like I remember. Um, As a kid, my mother, she just, she was unemployed at the time and she didn't have a job. And she was just, there was no money. And she was just, like she wanted, she needed food for the house. And I remember a check just came in the mail for like $30. And like, till this day, she doesn't know how that came. I don't know how that came, but that was able to feed us for the week. And like, she tried to look up the company online and it wasn't a thing. She doesn't know where this check she's came from. She's got this check in the mail. It just came it? and it's just like that alone taught me she's just like there's something out there that's watching over me and watching over like us and like not even just me, but just people in general. So um yeah, I just I know well I believe that there's a higher power or there's just a certain energy that's just watching over humans and all that. Yeah. And
1: does <laughs> your family featured in the album cover, right? Yeah. Are they really into music? Are they supportive of it?
0: Yeah, at first, I don't. I don't want to say they weren't supportive, but they're Haitian, so like, they believe in the American dream, quote unquote, going to college, and all that. And I just got to a point where I was like, Nah, that's not what I want to do. And at first, they got, they were angry. Not, uh, yeah, angry's the the word I would say, I guess. But, um, they didn't want me to do that, but they respected. Like they respected it, and they know they can't change. They know they can't change my thought, so they just have no other choice. But um, they were open to the idea of the the photo shoot, but um, they just didn't want to be there too long. I had them there for hours. Oh <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. And it was hot. It's all that day, but um, yeah, they're supportive towards the music. They listen. I like. I hit up my sister all the time. Just like, yo, make sure you're telling kids in your school about my my album. You feel me? She's in middle school. So I'm just like, yo make sure you're telling. Um so everyone plays a role in it. Uh, yeah. When you're looking
1: for beats, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Any type of vibe or is there a formula that you have or Um
0: No, I stopped. Like I used to like tell like my friends, like, I want a beat that sounds like this, inspired by this. But no, nah, I think if I'm in a studio with you and I feel like and we're just creating, our energies they're just gonna align somehow. Like, it's going to feed off. We're going to feed off one another, so let's just move that way. And whatever we create, we just create it and all that. But I I stopped trying to control, like, how I want the music to sound.
1: Being that music's so therapeutic for you, you said, I mean, you didn't take it too serious until, like, two years ago and you are 19. Has it chilled you out as a person at all now that you have that outlet and that place to vent?
0: Yeah, it has chilled me out. It just made me more—it taught me lessons. It made me just more understanding— of myself, of life, Um, it being an outlet, it just helped me a lot. But music, it drives me crazy at the same time. Because, like, you're just, well, I know me personally. I'm just invested into it. So, like, I give my all to it. Um, But with, with that, when you're giving your all to something, you're losing something at the same time. So if I'm giving my all to this, I'm losing my mind. You feel me? the same way but it is it is very therapeutic and it does help me it teaches me a lot it made me connect with more people because that's like as a kid I was just quiet and I was really to myself but being a musician made me just not afraid to speak um not not be afraid to perform and all that and all like all that good stuff so it has helped me but it all it also made me um like it kind of has its negative effects as well I would say, like, I'm more open to speak, but at the same time, like, I'm to myself as well. Because if, like, if I don't, I don't know explain it. Like, I'm antisocial in a way as well. Because you're putting so much time into this. Yeah. Like, you could be over here, but instead you're... Exactly. Being, yeah. Yeah. That's why I say it's just a contradiction. It's weird. There's no real explanation to this.
1: Well, even though you're more social, it's like you make music all the time, you're missing other opportunities. Yeah. Exactly. exactly Things with friends, family Exactly Where uh, It's obviously not typical Nine to five Is it hard for you to You know Stay focused And with time management Make sure you're always working And giving it what it deserves Or does that come easy for you?
0: Um It comes pretty easy Because I'm not in school I'm not working I just put all my chips in To the music So I have a lot of time In my day But Um It makes me feel like I'm wasting time sometimes Like if I wake up at 9, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yo, you're wasting your time. You're not in school. You're not working. Get up. Go to the studio right now. So it kind of puts, like, a battery in my back and all that. There was a time you
1: talked about your house burning down. Is that a real story? Was that- yeah.
0: I I was in school. It was, I was, it was my senior year of high school. And then I just got a call from my mom. And then she was like, yo, the house caught on fire. And I was like, I took it with a grain of salt because that's not the first time. Like the stove caught on fire, cause like we had a bad stove. It was like we had electrical problems. So I'm just thinking, I right, just the stove just caught on fire again. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing, nothing crazy. It probably burned the cabinets a little. I'll be fine. And then I got to the crib, and I seen a like a big hole in my wall. I seen all the lights shut off, turned off. The like the fire department cut all that out. They said we couldn't stay there. And that's when it was just like, wow. Like, this is legit. And it just all happened. Like, it was a little mistake my grandma made. Like, she was cooking, I believe. And then her phone rang. So she went to go answer it. And so she just, like, just lost her train of thought. that, And she forgot what she was doing. And then it just burned. Like, it messed up the kitchen. And, like, it just messed up the house and all that. And, like, I just, I just went to the studio. And that's how, like, I kind of knew music was, was, like, therapy for me. Because right after, like, I didn't like i didn't let it affect me like um i did a video shoot the next day this video of me just rapping and like you wouldn't even know that like that happened to me like my crib caught on fire the day before because i don't know i just try not to let it affect me but yeah that's how i knew music was therapy for me because like right after i just went to the studio and it was just like i just couldn't be there you feel me
1: yeah so you just went there to take just it chill out, there, out basically yeah. relax i don't even know if you think about this yet but like record deals is that something you consider Are you trying to stay independent do you know
0: um it's thought about um i don't know what um actually, i'll just say i'm just let life guide itself um like whatever happens happens i'm not against it but i'm not like running to go get it at the same time
1: uh, I had a couple of random questions. I reached out to... Uh,
0: Giles. Yeah. He told me. <laughs> I
1: reached out to a couple people. Uh, one question he told me to ask was why your fake Instagram account got deleted. <laughs> <This> d-
0: <laughs> um, no, but I... Uh, it's on some dumb shit. Like, everyone at VB has a Finsta. Um, it's fun. I advise everyone to make a Finsta. <laughs> um, I just posted, like, something... I don't even find it as an inappropriate picture, but Instagram found it as and then they just banned me, and at first, I didn't know why, so I kept playing playing with Instagram, and I thought it was just some I thought I just forgot my password or something, so I kept playing it, playing it, and Instagram they banned my i e p address from my phone, and I was like, what? so I had to buy a whole new phone because i, didn't I could couldn't use <laughs> I couldn't use Instagram on like my um the internet browser but i could use it but i wasn't able to post stories Gotcha. you like as a musician you need to yeah so i don't buy a whole new phone i just got <laughs> tight so like now i'm like so hesitant like whenever i post on ig and like a few weeks ago like my my instagram got hacked because like there was like this little message thing in the dm if you clicked on the link like it would just mess up your shit so my instagram i got hacked and it just, it DMed almost everybody, like, all my followers. So I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it got me tired. Everybody was like yo, like, yo, did you mean to send me this? Blah, blah, blah. And then some dude got mad because IG deleted his account because of the link. So he was like, yo, you got my IG deleted. I'm like, bro, it's really not my fault. Like, You feel me? But now I'm just, like, really hesitant when I'm on IG. I try not yeah. to do nothing crazy from there. <laughs>
1: I said we weren't talking about the album, I tried not to, but why should people listen to it? I know why they should, but.
0: Because um, it's me. I don't think a lot of people know me. Well, they know me by my name, but they don't know who Luke is. You feel I me? And I think it's just, well, I know it's a really good, it's a lot of good music on there. And I don't know, my mom said she likes it, so I feel like everyone would like it too. Let's talk about you, bro. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing all right, bro. Hustling. I feel you. How long have you, like, been like doing this fucker. Uh the
1: show's pretty new. This is the first show that I'm hosting. For real? Yeah. Are you into sports? Uh I used to be, not so
0: much now. What's like what's your favorite? Football and UFC. Okay. Yeah. Like I used to be into football, but I don't know. I used to be really heavy into sports, but as music just kept going. I don't know. I lost my interest. Like I don't even like play basketball. I don't even look at like watch NBA games no more cuz like and, like, Kobe, he was my favorite, like, player. So when he passed, when I found the news, I was just so devastated, bro. It's such a weird
1: day.
0: It? it just hurt my heart. Because, yeah. like, we was getting ready to do the show. And then I was just, I wasn't on my phone. I was just, just minding my business that day, just on the Internet, like watching YouTube videos. And then Meech, he hit up the group chat. He was like, yo, tell me this news about Kobe isn't real. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because, like, earlier that day, LeBron passed Kobe for the, like, the scoring title, the scoring list, whatever. So I'm thinking, all right, Kobe's just talking about the scoring shit again, I guess, or whatever. He's like, yo, tell me this isn't real. And I'm like, what? And then I go on Google. I'm like, Kobe. And I didn't see any, like, headlines or whatever. All I seen was, like, LeBron passed him in the scoring list. So I'm like, all right, what are you talking about me? I go on Twitter. I says, Kobe passed away. I just dropped my phone. I said, what? Like, Kobe? Like, it just it didn't, it don't make sense. Like he's, I don't know. It just felt like he was invincible. You feel me? Like, even now, I still don't want to fully believe that he's like, he passed away. And it's weird, because, like, I'm seeing everyone just talk about him, like, the media or whatever. And, like... It's just weird that he. So many people are talking about him, and he's just like the Kobe I know. He's there to defend himself or whatever. Like if anyone says something about his name, he's gonna have like a, a comeback the next day or whatever. So it's just weird. It doesn't make sense. But like, I don't know. We just gotta keep his legacy going. That's my favorite basketball player. Him and Paul yeah. Pierce.
1: No, that's crazy. It seemed like a hoax at first. Cause like yeah, you said, I remember exactly. There's some stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then Google had nothing yet, it took about That's to come what I'm through. saying. Like Google yeah.
0: wasn't nothing was popping up on Google. So I'm just like, ah, nothing happened. Then I go on Twitter. That's crazy how you can go find the news on Twitter, or whatever. And then I don't know just caught me off guard. Like my day my day was just ruined after that. I was like, What the f And it's just like, I don't know, but he left a good legacy. I know. He he was satisfied with where he was at when he was leaving this earth, because Giles he says i in the group chat today. He was like, "This Kobe passing made everyone forget about the Super Bowl." And I'm like, "That's huge," you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you should like you should inspire to leave the earth, like leave a legacy behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, like your impact is that strong, and like the last person I seen that really affect the earth like that was MJ Michael Jackson. So I'm just like, he's in that category for me.
1: What else do you get into outside of music?
0: I'm trying to figure that out, bro. Like, I don't do a lot. I'm trying to play ball again. Only thing that I really enjoy a lot outside of music is walking. I really love to walk. Like, I want to go hiking one day. Like, I don't know, like, where there's good mountains. like, probably Colorado or whatever Mm -hmm. or Cali. But I really like to walk. But with that walking, I'm listening to music as well. I'm a big fan of music at the same time. Like, I like to create, but I think I would say I'm a bigger fan of it. You know, if that makes sense. No, totally. You feel me? Like, I try to stay a fan before before all of it.
1: I'm very into music. I always have been yeah. as a kid and everything. been mm-hmm. through a lot of times. But to the point where if I'm in, like, a bad enough mood, I can't listen to some negative yeah, music. I need exactly. the opposite. Yeah. And you know what I mean?
0: Like, today, like... I was in a bad space, kind of. And, like, I just bumped Cousin Stizz's album. And I was like, this is really good. And they just put me—it just made me feel better. And I'm like, yo, that's the power of music. That's, it's weird. It doesn't make sense. A lot of things don't make sense to me. But I just let it be. Because I don't, I don't try to control anything.
1: Like, what musicians have been some of your biggest
0: inspirations? I ain't gonna hold you. Lately, I've just been listening to my project. I really like it. But, um, in general, I'm a big fan of Yeah big fan of Kendrick. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Tame Impala lately. Yeah. Like I'm excited for their new album that's about to come out. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Travis lately. Um, who, are, who else? Snow Allegra. Oh, I'm saying her name right. Tyler, I'm a huge Tyler fan. Like him win, winning that Grammy is like yes. I'm happy for him. Um, Saba, JID, um, I want to start listening to different genres. Um, I don't know, I just need to. Like, having Dupe, like, I mean, Dupe right here, having him on the album, or just starting to work with him, it helped me, like, dive more deep into, like, the other sound of music. Because at first, like, that's, like, kind of what my family was playing. Like, my mom was really listening to a lot of Elephant Man, like, when we was in the car, but not too much. But, like, I just remember, like bump bumping that. Who? Who's the other person that I really like? You like T-O-K. t-o-k Like that was a childhood song. I remember, like being played. But um, I, yeah, I need to. I'm trying to like start listening, like listen to more genres and different type of sound of music.
1: Would you relocate for music, or do you want to do it from here?
0: Like do it forever.
1: I mean, like uh, sorry, do it from Massachusetts.
0: Um, like go to a different city. I yeah, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Um. I just know I can never live in LA from like all the stories I heard. Really? Yeah, but I don't. For what don't, reasons would you do like LA? F- just from the stories I heard and like the people I know, it's like they lost their mind really? over there. Yeah, like I'm not saying I would never go there. Yeah. Like, of course I would. You have to go there to create and whatever, but to live there, I can't. Me
1: personally, what just like the entertainment industry there or like factors?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's just. I feel like there's just a lot of weird things that go on over there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you got to protect yourself. You feel me?
1: So probably New York or something, if anything?
0: Um, Not even New York. I went, I go, for the past month, I've been going to New York, like, once a week. Mm-hmm. And, like, I see New York as just, like, traveling for me. I don't think I could live there. There's too many people. Yeah. Like, right now, if I had to move, I'd go to Atlanta. There's a lot of people, but you can still find Solitude. Um, Houston, Seattle. Like I have a friend that lives in Seattle and it's just like I don't know, there's a lot of mountains, a lot of water over there. Somewhere low key? Yeah. I like I like nature. Like New York, there's too much building, there's too many people. I can't, bro. It's like it's too much for me.
1: Do you ever use nature in relation to your music to, you know, go right? Yeah. Or-
0: um there's a lot of like low key tricks I do. I can't say it because I can't share the sauce like that (laughs) but nature plays a big role into my music yeah if I explained it people would if you're a musician you'd understand what I'm saying but I can't you have to find it for yourself got you Mm -hmm. but it
1: puts you in the right space
0: Mm -hmm. exactly I'm a huge fan of nature
1: thank you for checking out our latest episode huge thanks to Luke Bars for coming on the show be sure to go check out his album Good Evil anywhere you listen to music you can find it big thank you to johnny for performing writing and producing the theme song to this show it's called everything else and you can download that anywhere you find your music huge thanks to our producer and editor larry doherty for his work behind the scenes if you like the show please subscribe and give us five stars until next time
0: peace nbc television